Hey everyone, so this is a, another episode of Trainer Tips. Uh, my name is Phil Brown, I'm one of the trainers at High Five. And I'm going to talk very, very briefly, this is going to be a short episode, on two things that you can do um, right away when a group is coming to uh, go on, use the challenge course. Two things that can help um, psychologically the group feel better about their experience or more willing to participate in some things that they might be nervous about. And these are two real simple simple tips um, that I found to be very really um, helpful and advantageous. And I often recommend it to people when people come to trainings. So the first one is neat storage of your challenge course equipment and gear. So if you have a shed, then that shed should look presentable. Um, And the benefit of that is that's the first time often that the group is going to come in contact with all of the gear. Now, you may know that the harnesses and the helmets and all the gear has been inspected and it's all safe to go. But sometimes it's important to enter into the brain of the new person on your course and anything visual that they see, anything in terms of, you know, even the presentation of the ground, sticks on the ground and if you're in the woods and uh, just those things, the aesthetic really does impact the way that people interact with the space immediately when they get there. Um, I was taught um, by Nate Folan, I think, um, this is where this came from, uh, to walk up to a course of a group and then just have them stand in a circle and then let them observe what's around them, point up and ask them to notice things they see upwards, point downwards and the same left and right and just allowing people to observe the space and ask questions about the space. Now, if the space looks crappy, if the space has not been looked after, then it immediately will make people feel nervous. And so think about how you walk into a space that you've never been to in the first time. Unfortunately, um, even though we shouldn't judge a book by its cover, when we walk onto a property, when we walk onto a course, if we go to a hotel we've never been to before or we go to a site, our first instinct is to look at the space and judge it by the appearance. So trying to make sure your space and your course is neat and presented is really great. And then having really neat storage. It's often a red flag for me in terms of programming when I travel around and I go to a site I've never been to and I notice that all of the gear has been just thrown into a Tupperware container, um, shoved into some drawer or shoved into some closet somewhere where no one gets to see it and that gets dragged out and then fished out of that and handed you harnesses that are all um, uh, tangled in mess, uh, ropes that aren't coiled neatly, um, all of those things. It seems semi-OCD, uh, but the presentation is really important. Um, in the description of this episode, I will um, uh, put a photo of um, High Five Shed. It's certainly 
is and isn't bragging to say how neat that is and how that helps. And every time we bring groups in, um, they always marvel on the neatness. And I think that demonstrates professionalism and it does demonstrate safety, even if you're um, already incredibly safe. Just the visual appearance really does help. So that's tip number one is uh, visual appearance and making stuff look neat and tidy. It really, really, really does help. Um, the second tip is about harnesses and it's the harnesses that you as a belayer wear. So, um, I'm not going to get into deep detail in terms of types and in styles of harness, but what I will say is that when people come to trainings and they bring their own, their own climbing harness or their own personal harness, people ask, can I wear mine? Now, it's an, a local operating procedure for us that we wear the harnesses that have been inspected on our course. But I recommend when I go to trainings at other sites that the belayers wear the same harnesses that they expect their participants to wear. Now, I've been to lots of sites and I see uh, participant harnesses and then I see staff harnesses. And often the staff harnesses are nice, padded, more expensive climbing harnesses. And the justification for it, and it is a reasonable justification, is that it's more comfortable. Um, that you're in the harness for a long period of time and it gets uncomfortable to wear a harness in a, for a long period of time and you have the weight of the climber on you. And so it's more comfortable to wear a more comfortable harness. However, what I question you or a challenge you do think of is the impact that it has on the participants. So if you were coming up to a course and uh, you were seeing that the instructors were wearing, you know, the facilitators were wearing really comfortable harnesses and then you were given a less comfortable harness, your first impression, if you are new to this and you've never been to a course before, is to assume that their harness is safer than your harness that you're now having to wear. So the less comfortable, the less padded represents less safe. And so what I always recommend to people is that you get in the habit of wearing the harnesses that you're asking the participants to wear. It's also the reason I always recommend that facilitators get the opportunity to climb and try those things too, because you, you're better able to empathize with the participants that are coming onto your course. But likewise, if you're uncomfortable in the harnesses, then that's also empathetic too. So you can truly empathize with them and be honest and say, hey, they're not the most comfortable things in the world. Um, but I'm going to be right there with you. And so I'm going to be aware of them as well. Um, so it's a small thing, um, but I think that it does make a difference, especially when those participants coming in have never experienced this before, that you're wearing the exact same thing as them. And also it's very easy, therefore, to demonstrate how to put them on because you'll put them on with them. You're not going to put it on and then take it off and put on a different one, a nicer one, a more comfortable one. Because um, once again, that wouldn't represent a safe and inviting space if you're not willing to wear the same things that your participants are. But once again, I do understand the, the justification around comfort. I just ask you to challenge yourself to think about it slightly differently. And if it, you have better, um, there are better benefits of wearing um, the same as your participants that go against the, the pros of you wearing something different. Okay, so two tips on how to make your challenge course feel like a invited space and help the psychology of the participants coming in. Once again, as a reminder, that is a neat space and wear the same harness as your participants. 
All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. And do it again. Thanks for listening. And can you say、uh, thanks for listening to High Five? Thanks for listening to High Five. <laughs> and then what about thanks for listening to High Five's podcast? Can you do it? Okay, try. Thanks for getting our pasta guy. <laughs>、6:30 is the best time on a clock, hands down. <laughs>